Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is another episode of the Nursepreneurs Podcast. Today, we have Linda Jo Pilato Russo on with us. Um, Linda, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you very much for having me, Katie. Yeah, so you own the Elite Concierge uh, Nursing Services of Naples, and I'm really excited to talk to you about this. Um, but before we get into your business, could you start by giving us a little background about you as a nurse? Sure. I've uh, wanted to be a nurse since I was eight years old. I can't imagine doing anything else. I never wanted to do anything else. Um, and finally, that dream came true when I was uh, in my 20s late twenties, got started a little late, but it was okay. <laughs> and I've been a nurse for 27 years. And I lived in Connecticut my whole life. Uh, recently in the last five years, moving to Florida. Um, and I worked at, when I got out of school, I went right into med surge at Yale, what now is Yale New Haven Hospital um, in New Haven, Connecticut and worked in cardiac ICU interventional radiology, med surge, like I said, um, I've worked in endoscopy, so adult medicine, uh, pretty much. And then um, went back for my master's in nursing education, because even in my 30s, I was getting a little tired of the hospital, and um, I really like uh, education. So I said, let me go that route and got my master's at the University of Hartford in Hartford, Connecticut. And then I taught in an LPN program and ended up getting into a, a university in Fairfield, Connecticut to teach in an undergraduate program, but I had to have my doctorate to keep that job. So I went back to the University of Hartford and earned my EDD in educational leadership. Um, you know, I had originally thought that I was going to retire in the ICU at 65 and boy, you plan and God laughs. <laughs> so I went back for this uh, education and, and, and taught an undergrad, uh, an undergrad program for about eight years. And then I taught in a master's program online and still working per diem in the hospital. Um, Cause I don't know a nurse that doesn't have two jobs. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. The per diem mm -hmm. jobs are killer, right? Cause it's like easy money, but at the same time, it's like all of a sudden your mm -hmm. three day work week becomes six days. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What, what they, they said only three days a month we need you for, and here I am working eight to 12 days a month. So yeah, on top of a full-time teaching job. So anyway, it, it's all good. So I went back to school and teaching. I thought that was going to be what I would do now until I retired at 65 and I, you know, I, I have to give a shout out to one uh, person that you interviewed on here. That's a TikTok influencer and that's APRN Beauty. Um, she was the one I came across on TikTok that put the concierge nursing in my head. And I saw a couple of her videos and I'm like, I don't know, right away, I thought this is the route I need to go. And she introduced me to nursepreneurs on her TikTok. And when I went to your website, I signed up immediately and Everything kind of took off from there. I mean, I, I'm brand new. I literally just opened a day or two ago. Um, I got a little delayed because of the hurricane down here. But um, but yeah, that's uh, it was kind of thrown in front of me in uh, big red letters. And that's how I roll my whole life. I just see it and I'm like, that's it. I get it. I don't ponder over it that much. And I just know that's the, the direction I'm supposed to go in. So here I am. 
Yeah, I love that. That's how I roll too. <laughs> it's like opportunity, <laughs> opportunity. Yep, I'll mm -hmm. take it. Um, and yep. it sounds like that you've done that throughout your career as well, going for your master's, and then uh, yeah, the 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 um the nursing schools love for everybody to have their doctorate. Uh, yet there's so few of us out there. Um, mm -hmm. But then you so you were in education leadership, and as you're teaching, was did you like love teaching, not love teaching? Like what was why not just do that? Mm. Um, well, teachers at any level and in any institution uh, do not make the greatest salary. So there's that. <laughs> That's, um, you know, wait, I just want to say, because I oh, really pisses mm -hmm. me off at some level, because I, every step of my career in nursing, where I've gone and gotten a master's, a doctorate, a postmaster's, whatever, like I ended up taking a pay cut. And the biggest one was mm -hmm. going from the hospital to the university. And it's, it's, crap and I had to work per diem because I took a 30% pay cut and I had mm -hmm. to supplement that income somehow mm -hmm. yeah so that that's uh, unfortunately true um but the, the perks are I mean teaching online which is um what I'm doing uh you know and a master's program has obviously fantastic perks you're working from home yes um and you don't have to deal with the the drama and the nonsense that goes on in, in a workplace. And, oh my God. Um, you know, it's flexible. It's flexible. So it's worth the pay cut to me, but I still um, have a lifestyle that, or want to maintain a lifestyle that requires more. So I work, I work per diem and it's getting tiring. You know, I'm uh, in 55, I'm not afraid to say, and it's, uh, it's backbreaking. You know, you run 10 hours, uh, maybe you get a lunch, maybe you get a bathroom break. You know, it's the same, no matter where you work and what age you are, it's uh, people don't understand. They'll never understand unless they're doing it, but it is uh, backbreaking work. Yes. Um, and I can't, uh, physically, it's getting difficult. And I, I want to do more. You know, I just feel like I can't, the system doesn't allow me to take care of my patients the way they deserve to be cared for. I do my best. Of course, I'm an excellent nurse, but nurses will understand that system really puts, makes it difficult. Um, and in my own business, I can deliver the care to the community that they deserve. Yes. One-on-one. Uh, yeah. -on -one. Yeah. And, and to that point, you know, where the system doesn't, you know, the ironic thing was for us when we got a, a new university president, he had come in and said, oh, we need to, there's lots of problems here, which there are in any organization, of course. But so he hired this consulting firm to come into our hospital and said, you know, go find the problems and fix them. So what did the consulting company do? They went to the nurses, asked the nurses exactly what the problems were, and then took them claimed them as their own, brought it back to the president and basically, you know, mm -hmm. uh, told them what was wrong. And I'm like, we could have saved millions of dollars by just <laughs> not bringing in the consultant. You just talk to the nurses because they know what's wrong with the system, but uh, it's not set up to really be changed, mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. And it's frustrating. So, mm -hmm. all right. So you're at that point where you're teaching, uh, you're still working for DM in the hospital. You saw the the idea of concierge nursing and what really appealed to you um, aside from like uh, being able to care for people the way that you wanted to. Uh, being, uh, having more control over my schedule, um, you know, and the patients I care for, you know, in the hospital, you don't, get to set the amount of patients that you have. If they say you have six patients, you have six. If they say you have seven, you have seven. And you don't get to pick and choose which patients you want to take care of. If they are abusing you or 
um, you know, yelling at you or throwing things at you or not other things, you know, you don't have a say in that. You just have to do it. And, and that's fine. You know, that's, that's what I signed up for. I understand, I understand that, but um, here uh, I get to pick and choose. I get to say who, who I care for and how many patients I take on. Um, so that control um, is something that uh, I appeals to me uh, as I get older. Um, and just that, that flexibility and control of my schedule, not having to worry to call out, you know, I can take a vacation and close for a week if I had to, when I'm going somewhere where the hospital's difficult, even just to request a week off, you, you have to jump through hoops and, you know, they're always saying you might not get it and we're, you know, short and don't take the same week as somebody else and don't take it around Christmas or 4th of July or, you know, wherever on break and, you know, all the weeks that you would possibly want. It's like, okay, I could take it, uh, you know, the, the third week of January, thanks <laughs> that nobody wants <laughs> off, you know, in Connecticut at the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny because at, at, at the end of the year, they're like, you have like 350 hours of vacation time. And if you don't use it, you're mm -hmm. going to start losing it. You're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I wanted to take it. Yes. You, but you can only you take, take it more. one day at a time, like yeah. randomly. <laughs> right. You can't take more than two weeks in a row. And oh, yeah, it's it's just I'm looking at, at my age um, at this point in my life. I am looking for more flexibility and uh, more control. And I know running a business is very uh, difficult, but it's your business and you're running it. Yeah. So Someone I mean, isn't uh, running me, you know right. what I mean? Exactly. There's a big difference between that. Um, you know, there's a huge difference. I'll have to say, uh, because like, I, you know, again, I see a lot of nurses come out and uh, start businesses and they work, they're already working three or four jobs anyway. And then they work even harder in their business. And it's just kind of like, it's a different work because it's like mm -hmm. your investment in yourself. And um, there's so much that could come from it. Like the possibilities are endless. Whereas in the unit, the possibilities are pretty limited as to where you're going to go and how much you're ever going to make. So, um, all right. Yeah. So what, um, what kind of services do you offer? I offer a couple of different things. So one large service is my post-operative care service, uh, primarily for cosmetic uh, surgery, but not limited to, you know, someone that needs help after orthopedic surgery, open heart surgery, or any, any surgery really. Um, but primarily uh, cosmetic surgery. I offer packages um, for eight and 10 hour packages. I will do 24 hour care, but um, that's just something they would call me for. I don't have it uh, out in the flyer um, or on the website. Um, so yeah, uh, post-op cosmetic uh, care. And I'm also offering, I am certified in lymphatic drainage massage. So I offer that uh, wound and drain care or my a la carte services. And then I have a, um, I have a weekly wellness check uh, offer to uh, elderly. And it's a monthly membership. So I go in every week and I check their vital signs, um, check their home environment for safety, review any medical reports, upcoming visits. It's really a coordination of care is what it is. Medication mm -hmm. education, I'll pour their meds, review any medical tests, provide education, which I love, of course, schedule their appointments if needed, uh, communicate with one family member and their medical team if needed. 
And I come in every week and do that. And they uh, pay a monthly fee. So that could be in an assisted living or their home. I imagine um, that would be really popular in Naples. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's a, there's a lot of elderly people yeah. down there. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping so. Yes. Uh, so I'm just getting my, my name out now. I have a, uh, some assisted living uh, places I have visited and I have a few more to go to and just that staying out there, keeping, uh, keeping my face present, keep visiting. Um, I'm doing health fairs. I have a non-medical agency that reached out to me from Facebook. Uh, they offer oh, wow. things that I don't offer. So they offer uh, the non-medical end, like grocery shopping, they'll come in and organize your home, uh, companionship, pick up, uh, pick up groceries. I said that, you know, all the, the non-medical things that people need help with. And okay. they get referrals all the time for medical checkups that they can't do. So uh, there, there are a lot of home health aides and nurses aides that work for them. Okay. Um, so I actually have a, I have a zoom with them in a couple of weeks. Um, cause they reached out to me and they want to partner and start referring to me, but obviously they want to talk to me first. So, yeah. well, <laughs> so it's going well, I mean, I literally just opened, I just finished the masterclass in August, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think this is, I'm getting some good feedback and some reach outs and, um, in season here in, in Southwest Florida starts, it's going to start in about a month and a half, but it's really January, February, and March where we are bombarded with the snowbirds. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, that's why I wanted to start now getting everything organized, my website, my, you know, payment and scheduling platforms and all of that, because I think when season comes, it's going to, it's going to happen and then I'll be ready. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and that's huge, especially so we have a, a concierge nurse that's down in Mexico and she facilitates mm -hmm. like, you know, because you get tons of snowbirds down there as well. And they don't know the healthcare system. And I know a lot of people have homes in Naples or maybe they come down there, but they still might not know the healthcare system and having like someone that can connect mm -hmm. them, uh, like a nurse navigator almost um, in you and in your services. And I don't know if you offer like one-time calls or something like that, but, or assessment calls or whatever, but um, that mm -hmm. could be huge. Like just people that maybe they want to come down to Naples and they need to come down to Naples, but they're afraid because I don't, they just got a pacemaker or something. Um, so having someone like you down there would be amazing. Yes. A lot of children, you know, they're older children, you know, the, the, the elderly that come here, you know, they could have kids in their sixties or seventies mm -hmm. and they, they don't necessarily want their parents to come down because they're fragile or they're just worried about them uh, coming down for the winter for the three or four months. So they are looking, the children are looking for someone to check in on them. Yeah. So, so that's how my are... challenge right now is reaching. I was going to just um, ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that challenge came up quickly. How do I reach the children? I know how to reach the elderly. It's pretty much assisted living. I can, I can get into these gated communities with the health fairs and, and phone calling and visiting. Um, but yeah, reaching the kids is a bit of a challenge. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, so I'm wondering too, like especially if these people come down on a regular basis, if they don't already have a primary care that's down there and maybe the primary cares get inundated with mm. it as well. Um, and you might want to check out with them and just uh, let them know that your services are available. Um, mm. But yeah, so that that would be a one of the bigger challenges to get in front of because the, ki the kids are going to be the ones that, 
a lot of times have the money, whereas, um, you know, the, the elderly mm -hmm. patients are more on a fixed income and that's just generalizing. It's not always true, but, mm -hmm. um, so with the post-operative, post-operative care, um, how has that been connecting with surgeons? Has it been easy, hard, not happening yet? Like where's that at? I went, I went to all, I think we have 13 plastic cosmetic wow. surgeons here. Uh, in Naples and Marco Island between the two, because Marco Island is like 10 minutes from me. Um, and it went well. I, I have to say, I was, I was, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I had, uh, I had no negative feedback. They were all had smiles on their faces. They were very glad. I took my information. They were glad to see me. I was very clear in stating that I was offering upscale, um, concierge uh, services and they seemed fine with it. Now, of course they don't know me. The doctor doesn't know me. So now I need to do my follow-up, which I've been doing. You know, I need to keep showing my face. The number one question I received from the majority of them was, do you do overnight care? Cause that's a big problem. And I fortunately have no problems doing that because um I don't have any children and it's just me and my husband and it's not, it's going to be not difficult. So um, I just think I need to get my fate, keep, keep visiting them. Uh, yeah. That's the thing, you know, out of sight, out of mind that applies here too, you know? Right. So yeah. I'll just keep, I will keep reaching out to them, uh, visiting emails, calling. And I know I will get a call there. There is a shortage. There's nobody doing what I'm doing down here. Mm -hmm. um, at this level of a business. Uh, nobody has a website like I have. They are nurses that they're doing it, but it's kind of on the side, you know, they put a shingle out, they get in with one surgeon, they're charging them not, I don't think they're charging enough in my opinion. And they're doing this just private duty. That's not what I'm doing. I'm offering right. an upscale luxury experience for a certain clientele. Um, yeah. And it's surprising no. too, at some level, because it's, it's somewhat risky um, to uh, be a nurse and just work kind of freelance. It, hopefully they've set up a business, but it's risky for the nurse. And it's also risky for the physician to take that person on as like one person, because I mean, they could get into a, I don't know, car accident on the way. And then, you know, there's nobody to replace them or they could, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know, get sick or um, there's a million things that could happen. Uh, to one person. Whereas if you have like a business, um, I mean, you also have the option of hiring people, uh, vetting them uh, and, you know, having that opportunity to bring more people in to help you out as it grows, mm -hmm. which would be really nice as well. So yeah. um, what do you see as kind of like the uh, big picture for this? Like, do you want to expand throughout Florida or do you just want to get a couple of clients and be happy with that? Like, what is kind of your vision of this business? And there is no wrong answer. Everybody thinks that I'm looking for, I want to be an empire and I, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> I just, I'm curious what you want. I am looking, I would like to have, you know, three to five nurses working for me. Um, and eventually I take a step back and run the business and get the clients. And maybe I'm doing a few clients, maybe ones that request me specifically or 
just because I miss it and I love patient care. I want to, you know, take care of a few clients, but I see myself uh, five years from now, it's my five-year plan is to have nurses working for me, um, 1099 employees, not W2'd, um, doing the care and I run the business. I do want to grow this pretty big, but I know that the number I have in my mind, if I want to grow it that big, I have to venture out of Naples and go north to Bonita Springs and Fort Myers. Uh, and I don't have a plan for that now. It's too big. I can't even fathom it, but it's kind of in the back of my mind. Um, but there might be enough for, there might be enough here. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm waiting. Uh, I have one goal in my mind, my first financial goal. And I think that's here in Naples. I think I can achieve that. But other than that, I'm not really sure. Or I might have to offer more services. If I don't want to venture out, I might have to offer more things to bring in more money, if that makes sense. Right. Well, I think that's the interesting thing about business as well, because you go into business thinking you're going to do one thing. And as you said, uh, God laughs at you and, and throws <laughs> something else your way. And uh, I, I think that's like really the thing is to be flexible. And we, we I've interviewed a, a woman before, I, I think it was telehealth. And she was like, yeah, I started telehealth. And then people asked me, well, do you do this? And she's like, oh, sure. Uh, do you do this? Sure. And then her business took off in like these completely different ways. And I, and it's kind of like that group that contacted you, um, the non-medical group, um, and they see potential there. And I think meeting more and more people like that um, is going to be very powerful in, growing your businesses in ways that you don't think of. Like maybe you do lab testing maybe you uh, work with, mm -hmm. you know, micronutrient testing. Uh, maybe you partner up with an IV hydration clinic and do post-operative hydration or not a post-operative care for their, and they do post-operative hydration for you or, or something like that. But there's so many possibilities. The med spas mm -hmm. probably refer people to plastic surgeons too. So them getting your, mm -hmm. knowing who you are, because to me, everything is who knows you in business, right? Like, how do they know to come to you? And there's certainly, um, you can certainly advertise, but um, I mean, only one to 3% of people are ready to buy something, especially something as niche as this. So doing kind of a mass advertising, you'd have to have like a lot of money <laughs> to do mm -hmm. like brand awareness like that. So it's really about, um, you know, who knows who you are uh, that is mm -hmm. so powerful in this business. I am uh, connecting with some uh, business groups here uh, in Naples. There's uh, one that just, it's a group made up of healthcare, people that work in healthcare and own healthcare businesses. And I looked at the list of them on online and um, I, I don't see any competition there for me. So I, which is helpful. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously they don't want to refer if you're competition. So right. I'm, I'm really, I haven't found anybody doing what I'm doing. The concierge nurses that I've seen uh, here are offering non-medical. It's all that I'll help you organize. I'll help you do your grocery shopping. I'll take you for a ride to visit whoever, or it's, it's, it's non-medical, which is great because we need that too. Right. But, um, so I don't see a, a, a lot of competition. It's really just getting my name out. I'm new here. I just moved here five years ago. You know, back in Connecticut, I knew a ton of people. It wouldn't be as big of an issue. So I'm uh, starting from scratch, but it's okay. Yeah, you know, it's okay. It's fun. It's fun. And uh, it is. It's there's exciting. A, there's a lot of there's a chamber of commerce uh, that I that I may uh, join. It's a little pricey, but they do a ribbon cutting and um, it's very it's very big here in Naples. 
Okay. So yeah, that's exciting. All kinds of small groups. Yep. Yeah, and we, and we do have like a lot of models where this is working extremely well. There's mm -hmm. one concierge nurse group out in Phoenix, and that nurse has like a hundred wow. nurses working under her, um, and that wow. expanded within like. 18 months i mean she went from zero to 100 nurses and i'm like how i i, I can't even begin to fathom this like i don't even think i could deal with that but <laughs> mm -hmm. um you know it just exploded it was because of um exactly what you're doing going out and meeting people because uh, i think that's the hardest part like did you have trouble networking with people like does it bother you or is this something that it, it energizes you Actually, no, it wasn't difficult for me. I mean, of course, I was a little anxious before I walked into the office, but after the, the first one, it was it was great. Um, 20 years ago or even 15 years ago, no, I would have had stomach pains and been sweating. And and I, I have no answer as to why, except you know this, you might know this, Katie, you know, sometimes you just have to age and it, it changes you. You don't know what happened, but you just have to grow out of it. And at my age at 55, uh, nothing scares me <laughs> except snakes. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was fine. I, I know I have a good product. Uh, the job that nursepreneurs and Sarah did on my website is phenomenal. Um, I feel confident in my, my, uh, you know, my flyers and my printing. And, um, when, when I have that behind me, you know, they have something good that they could look at it. The website screams professionalism upscale. It says exactly what I'm offering. And I, I know, I am, uh, I know I'm going to deliver obviously excellent care. Like I know that that's the easy part. I can't wait to get it. Caring for the patients is the easy part or the clients. I, that's not scaring me at all. Um, yeah, it's the business end is a little, cause it's new. I never ran my own business. So it's a little anxiety provoking. I don't have anyone helping me. I'm, I'm here doing this myself with nursepreneurs uh, guiding me. So, um, it's, it's going to work out. But no, I wasn't really anxious. I had my nice uh, bougie box of candy. They were gold boxes with gold ribbons. And I had Godiva chocolate and all the fancy candy in it for the offices. And uh, they were very uh, appreciative. And I, I wasn't nervous talking to people. No. Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. Uh, yeah, because uh, Kimball, you know, uh, one of the instructors in concierge nursing said that, mm -hmm. um, you know, when she used to go into the, the offices and stuff, they'd be like, oh, gosh, you know, we had the perfect client for you just last week. And she's like, well, why don't you call me? <laughs> it was and it was always mm -hmm. because like, you know, if and like you said, it's just kind of like following up and being present and having fresh brochures there and, and really kind of uh, a lot of it too might be getting in with the MA or whoever's at the front desk and uh, getting them to mm -hmm. like you because uh, they're the ones that really, you know, hey, you should call this person. Um, they can help you out. A squeaky wheel. Yeah, A squeaky exactly. wheel gets the oil and out of sight, out of mind. So um, I, it, I, I know it's going to do well because I can't be the only business that opens up down here. I just keep saying that to myself that doesn't do well. There's a med spa and a plastic surgeon and a nail salon on every corner down here. Nobody's closing. You know, there's a, a multiple of the same business. There's so many people here. Everyone's coming here. We have a huge elderly population. You know, there's even uh, Starbucks and Publix, you know, they're not that far from each other. They're mm -hmm. all, there's enough people here. Sometimes there's two nail salons in one plaza and they're, 
there's a weight to get into both of them. So uh, with this, uh, you know, and people, that's just, that's nails. <laughs> you know, I'm offering healthcare here, you know, really good upscale healthcare. I know once it catches on and I get those first couple of clients that say, oh, you got to call Linda. That's it. Word of mouth is going to be the best thing. Yes. It's going to be the best advertising. Um, and that's up to me. I, I, I'm hitting the ground, getting, getting to them. So, but it's okay. That is awesome. Well, Linda Joe, I'm really excited uh, to see this business grow and, and to follow up with you uh, to see how it's going, especially like this winter, later this winter to see how all the snowbirds coming down, how that's worked out for you. But um in the meantime, if anybody has questions, uh, they want to check out your website, where can they find you? They can find me at www.elitenursingofnaples.com. They could also uh, call me at 401-834-1146. And on Instagram, I am Elite Concierge Nurse Naples. And, awesome. or, or just type in the business and you'll find me on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. <laughs> You're everywhere. <I'm> everywhere. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this podcast episode with us. Thank you very much, Katie, for having me.